Episode 2, 2024, thoughts that I've had on my mind sometime about strength and are we capable of changing, adding, increasing our mental and physical activities as we get older. Are we born with innate strength? Or does the way we grow up bring it out? This, it, this may be a very thought-provoking statement. Is there no simple answer? I don't think so. Here we are again into the middle of December. Actually, it's near the end of December, a couple of days before Christmas. Another week, this is another week in the busy life of an 89-year-old senior. This episode is about me going on my soapbox, and in case some of you younger folks don't know what a soapbox is or was, it was a means used for public gatherings from years gone by where you could stand on a wooden crate and your head and voice would be above the crowds. Sometimes they'd stop and listen, sometimes they wouldn't. The soapbox provided a verbal outlet for delivery, delivering opinions, not necessarily facts, but sometimes, way before technology and the current various platforms ever were even created for broadcasting and such as the one I am using right now, RSS Podcast. It is actually the modern soapbox as such for these days. The general attitude of those over a certain age seems to be over 70 years of age that they are often considered too old to change. I do not believe that is so. Change is available if there's health and mental strength. It isn't easy, no easier than it was when we were younger, but change is a fact of life. I started a brand new employment gig at the age of 60, moving east to Kentucky from California, where I have lived almost all of my life. This employment gig, or job as we seniors say, was to companion to healthy seniors, the families thought, and rightly so, that they needed some help with housekeeping, cooking, mostly getting here and there, for neither one of them were driving, taking them to the doctor's appointments, church, and so forth. We also took some fun day trips as Mr. Fryer was still alive, and he was a great storyteller. In time, I was employed part-time at Eastern Kentucky University as the ladies didn't need me all that much during the daytime. And I began working at part-time at Eastern and as a student worker I was assigned to the computer lab which was kind of fun because at that point I wasn't even sure I knew how to turn one on let alone reboot. But because of the employment, because of the situation, um, I was in a place where I could continue my education. I had and came in with 40 units at the university 
which isn't much towards the first degree, because, but I managed to work part-time at the computer lab, and soon I was hired at academic testing full-time, taking courses weekly, usually six to, mostly six credit hours, because that's three hours per class, homework, and it is, it's fun, but it's time-consuming. I eventually finished my first degree, Bachelor of Arts degree, and my Master's in Environmental Health. <coughs> we seniors aren't any different than any other age, maybe not as agile as some of us used to be, but if we are healthy, mentally and physically, we can and do change ourselves and our lives, bringing in new perspectives, new opportunities, new experience, hopefully to share with the generations following. We know folks in their 80s still taking daily or weekly hikes up in Kentucky's beautiful hills, walks. We even know some that have taken long distance bicycle rides in their 80s with their middle-aged sons. That's kind of amazing. You younger ones, with your technology and all, you'd have a hard time keeping up, I think. We are still active, vital, well worth your admiration, and above all, your respect, as we have and do live full lives in whatever our situation allows. My brother was a major sports news journalist in his day and is now 81, 91 years of age, but he still is able to attend the Indianapolis 500 races where he's an honored guest, as he wrote every year, all of his working years about the races and even when he was a young man. He also, up until just a, race, a few years ago, was producing on the computer his quarterly uh, he called it seniors or old timers race information and he knew all the racing drivers personally and it was a well respected quarterly and he had quite a following another change my mother was a little bit younger at that point but it was a situation where there was a requirement of change she was probably in her late 50s or 40s, early 50s. But anyway, during World War II, my mother and her husband at that time were active as, were active as newspaper reporters. My mom was able to cross the established rule. Women wrote only about social things, according to the newspaper industry. And she never was a society editor by choice, but because the industry required it, she had done that. But during the war, because of the shortness of news writers, men, she was able to become a full-time respected news reporter. She worked several years for the San Francisco Chronicle. Did we change the world? Did she change the world? She did, yes, I say she did. Our generation went to the moon. We progressed very far in the automobile industry, almost to a fault. 
cars are so prevalent right now that even in our local community, it seems like traffic is going both directions all day. Now cars are so designed that they almost drive themselves. All we have to do is steer, and some of the newer vehicles, we don't even have to do that. Our generation uh, became the mobile generation. We can fly all over the world now at the drop of a bucket. But of course, we've got to have a bucket full of money. But it's possible we can fly just about to anywhere we want if we choose and we have our passports. My first long airplane plane fly, flight was when I was 20 years of age and had been married two years and in 1954 the Navy sent us to shore duty over in Hawaii and I was living, Gordon and I were living in Oakland at that time so it was a wonderful opportunity and I flew a commercial airline in 1954 on a propellered plane. It took eight hours and my amazing mind just was awesome that it could fly eight hours without stopping for gas as we're used to in automobiles and it just went on and on and on. We had a beautiful two years living in Hawaii and when our duty was up we flew military transport back to Oakland, California on my first jet airplane and it took five hours. It was just amazing. I have since flown to Mexico, Costa Rica, Canada, well I haven't flown to Canada, I've driven to Canada. And I still would like to do some more flying, I still want to get to Europe, Germany where our, my granddaughter lives, but time tells and money tells and flying is not as much fun as it used to be as it's become so common and every day. Is that change? I should think so. Did we change anything in our world? Yes, we did, individually and collectively. We all became stronger in many ways. We can and do and continue to live out our lives as well-respected persons, regardless of our age. And as I used to tell my kids, just get on with it. They did, and I did.